Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Hope everyone had a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I am uh, a little tired this morning. I think we ate a little heavy. <laughs> yeah. We had and, our Thanksgiving dinner last night. And uh, got home a little bit later than what we planned. But we're here. But we're here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we probably should have prepped a little bit more by waking up early last week, maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm more of a, when I need to get up, I'll get up. So it's actually, it was pretty easy for me to get up this morning. My alarm went off. I got up. I'm here. Got my coffee in hand. But it is, the mornings are getting so dark and it God, does yeah. make it a little bit harder to get up, especially the weather's cooling down, the blanket's cozy, but we made it. Mm. Our first 6 a.m. live real estate investing morning show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh let us know if you're here in the chat um yeah we're super excited to be doing this live now uh you know we released one podcast last week but god we had lots of trouble oh, so much trouble yeah not only is in a new platform but also some new equipment and just nothing seemed to be working <laughs> i think we only salvaged one of the episodes that we recorded last week which was kind of frustrating, but super frustrating considering how good those episodes I were. Oh, I was really disappointed. There was one where I was not even my mic wasn't recorded at all. So that was super disappointing. Yeah, yeah. It's you know what, it'll be like one of those albums that like Elvis released, but they but they never, you know, or the, the creativity never quite released. It maybe one day, you know, we'll send it off and you know, to some guy to on Fiverr, and he'll fix it, and it'll be he'll like find a, my audio. Yeah, it'll be like one of those. Um, uh, what do they call them? Like uh, the deep tracks. The deep tracks. Yeah, <laughs> the deep tracks of like you know, there was some there was some really good wisdom there, and, and uh, though we it, it'll, it'll eventually be recreated in some way, you know, but um, not that way. Not that way. Not that way. <laughs> uh, what are you doing this morning, everybody? I want to know what you're doing. Uh, we got some people popping in now. I want to know what you're doing. Uh, what, what's your morning looking like? Are you are you brushing your teeth? <laughs> are you are you working out? Are you are you meditating? Yeah. So just coming off of the Canadian Thanksgiving, uh, it is Tuesday, but us Canadians are back to work today. Mm -hmm. um, I think most. I don't know how how far this extends, but here in uh, Edmonton and Leduc, it's a, a PD day for the schools. So right. we still have kids home, and yeah. So I don't know. Today still kind of feels like a day off. Except that we're up super early. <laughs> oh, I'm working today. Um, yeah, you got a busy day ahead of you. Super busy day. Yep. But uh, yeah, I've always been one. I've always been curious for the you know for the real estate investors, the entrepreneurs. You know, uh, what are you doing in the morning? You know what I mean? Uh, what are you? What time are you getting up at? What's uh, your what, routine? Yeah. What's your routine? And that's that's what this podcast is all about, right? This is all about you know um, breaking through all of the you know, the negative thoughts and whatnot. That's, that's, you know, it's a big part of it, but, and, 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 but it's more so about, you know, the routines that successful people have. Um, and that's... probably the number one struggle to get there. Oh, 
a routine isn't just a, a quick little decision and then suddenly that's that's your new thing. Um, no, routines take a long time to implement, mm-hmm. right? You got to create a habit first and then that turns into, into a routine. Um, Gabby, I've always I've always admired you um, for for your ability to get up super early and work out. I, I, yeah, I but don't know how you do it. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I find that, uh, like I just had kind of alluded to, it's also uh, super hard to uh, maintain and to get there. So it's something that's mm-hmm. easy to fall off the bandwagon, especially when circumstances change. Like, I mean, we had a big move in May, which threw me off my routine, and then school wound down, and then we were in summer. So when school started back up, I had a, I'm still having a hard time getting back into routine. So maybe this is it. Maybe this is our, my new way to get my butt moving in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yes, and I, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm getting, we're already getting distracted by our dog upstairs. It's six o'clock in the morning, and he's already barking at someone. <laughs> This is this is one of Can't our control. Oh man, this is one of our biggest fears and 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 uh, things that we were worried about was that like, what do we do if the dog starts barking? Um, am I just supposed to yell through the mic while everyone <laughs> listens? And that's what I did. I just muted my mic and I just yelled at the dog. <laughs> did you mute my mic though? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I might have just yelled into everyone's ears. <laughs> you know what this is real life this is um everyone thinks that you know real estate investing and becoming a full-time real estate investor is you know this big glorious thing of like you know boats and and uh and cars and 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 suits and tall buildings but truthfully i mean and for some people it is absolutely for some people it is uh but for most of you that are listening uh it's it's kids and baseball teams and you know and and other homework school homework homework. yes (laughs) yeah i I always love it when we do our cabin retreats um and people are like oh this is what i want my perfect day to look like and they start naming off i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna go and fly my plane at 9 a.m in the morning i'm like well who's taking your kid to school yeah (laughs) you you think life is still the same yeah you think that just because you you got a lot of money and you had a nice house and a plane that you don't have to take your kids to school anymore i'll homeschool them like, yeah, you ain't, you ain't flying no plane if you're homeschooling your kid. <laughs> uh, you know, when you become successful, you, you your commitments don't change, right? And and it's important to to, to realize that because when when you're planning out your you know your why or your perfect day, or you need to you need to take that into account. That um, you know, truthfully, your day doesn't change that much. Um, you know, we have a lot more resources now. We do a lot more cool things that we like to do. Uh, but the dog still barks, the kid still goes to school. (laughs) And, uh, and and now we, we have to go to bed at a reasonable hour because we have to be up every morning (laughs) at 5am to, to come and have chats with you guys. Um, we have a mystery. We don't have to, we get to, (laughs) uh, we choose to, and Hey, we choose to, that was one of the things that I, this is one of my, my biggest dreams was that, you know, when I started the podcast two and a half years ago, um, man, like it'd be so cool to be like a morning show. You know what I mean? I always, I always loved listening to morning shows like Howard Stern. You know, when I was, when I'd be driving into high school, um, you know, I'd listen <laughs> to Howard Stern, um, and everyone's had their you know their favorite local you know one hundred three point whatever you know the Bear or the the Rock, um, and I always thought it'd be super cool uh, to, to have one for real estate investors. Yeah, right. 
investors, entrepreneurs, what do they do every morning? They listen to podcasts. They're always looking for a way to start their day. Yeah, you want to start on a high note. Yes. And, you know, whether it's listening to, and I, I would rotate every, whenever, whenever I'd be driving, I'd listen to Tony Robbins one day and then I'd listen to, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk the next. And then I'd be listening to some real estate podcast, uh, Barry Maguire's Tales from the Trenches. Uh, that was, that was a big <laughs> one for me. Um, on repeat, yeah. <laughs> yeah, on repeat. Um, so, you know, I thought it'd be really cool to, to have, you know, a regular set morning show for real estate investors, you know, it's, and uh, we're super excited about that. So happy to I, be here. Wow, I never thought I'd be a radio host, though. That, uh, that one came. Yeah. <laughs> I Well, I mean, growing up, I always thought I was going to be uh, a singer. I always thought I was uh, lead definitely singer I was of the gonna, band. Yeah, lead singer of the band and gave up on that. And I guess I settled for radio. You have the voice. Apparently. <laughs> maybe I do, maybe I don't. I mean, sounds good on my end. Let me know how it sounded on your end. Um, music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, uh, let's, uh, let's get off that. Hey, you know, I brought up the real estate investing cabinet retreat. I think we should start on that. Um, wanted to take a second to talk about the upcoming real estate investing cabinet retreat. That's in November. What's the date? Uh, five to seven. Wow. You really <laughs> came prepared. November 5th to 7th. That's what my notes say here. And, uh, we actually got a new guest to announce for the cabinet retreat. Yes, we do. Yes. So, new guest speakers, Barry and Donna McGuire are going to be joining us. Yeah. They're going to be doing a presentation <laughs> on creative real estate investing strategies. Very, very excited for that. Um, they're going to be doing a presentation. Plus, they're going to be there for a bit to answer any of your questions. So, as we're there, we're, we're planning out your journey, your plan, your, your roadmap for real estate investing and how you're going to be doing it and what your business is going to look like, you will have Barry and Donna McGuire there at your fingertips. Go and tug on their ear, ask your questions. Well, and the great thing is that, uh, you know, they're not only experts in everything creative with real estate investing, but Barry McGuire Mm. is also a real estate lawyer. And so, you know, like all those just basic real estate law stuff, um, he can answer those too. Doesn't need to be creative focused, but uh, what a bonus to have all of that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were instrumental, yeah, big in time. our growth and our success. They were they played such a huge part. I I look I look back to you know I remember where I was at when I hit that roadblock. You know what I mean? That um, that big speed bump where I'm like I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to raise any more money. I don't know how I'm going to get any more properties. And then I took a few of their courses and I've been taking <laughs> a lot of their nonstop, courses yeah. nonstop ever since and just completely opened up the doors for us and their, their mentorship and, and their guidance. They're just, they're, they're just giving people. They yeah. When you, give. well, and when you think back at those pivotal moments, like that, taking that first course was probably the most pivotal moment yes. in our real estate investing path thus far. Yeah. Yeah. So Thank you, Barry and Donna McGuire. <laughs> and thank you for, uh, for, for joining us or, uh, you know, agreeing to join us on November 5th. It's going to be, well, they'll be there on November 6th on the Saturday. They're going to be doing a presentation, do some questions, probably stay for a coffee afterwards. Um, you can, you can bet there's going to be some free jam. Of course. 
they, they love making, for. they love making <laughs> jam and, and you know, there's going to be some giveaways, uh, some jam and some other stuff. Um, yeah. So that's, that's going on real estate investing cabin retreat, November 5th through 7th. That's in Alberta beach. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can just send us an email at info at rei morning show.com. Um, what do we get into today's topic? Let's do it. Today's topic. What is today's topic? Why don't, uh, well, what we wanted to talk about today is kind of, should you partner up with other sophisticated real estate investors? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a pretty common one. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about Barry McGuire and Barry, you know, teaches, you know, joint ventures. Yeah. Um, you get into real estate, you think I'm going to do this all myself and uh, I don't need any partners. I don't want to raise any money. Why are all these people always talking about raising money? Why would I raise money? I'll just save up my own money and then I'll just do it all myself. And, wah, wah. Uh, well, resources run dry. Yes, yes. Resources <laughs> always run dry. And people say that. I said that. Oh, I, yeah, trust me. I said it. Especially I, when we learned about creative real estate. We're like, we're going the miles. Like, we got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I can buy houses for zero money down with no mortgages. Oh, yeah. What do I need partners for? Um, everybody needs partners. Uh, yeah. Whether you believe it now or whether you're gonna, you're probably gonna believe it later. Um, it's part of the process, and it's 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 cool. And what it's um it's great to be able to share your journey with other people, right? You don't have to keep it all to yourself. You can grow a lot faster if you partner up with other people. You don't have to have the whole pie. You can have half and and get a lot further. Um, well, I don't think the, I I don't think there's a simple answer. There's not a, you know, to the question, should you partner up with other sophisticated real estate investors? It's not a yes or a no. It's, uh, and that's what we're talking about today. It's not necessarily partnering up with aunt Susan or, um, cousin Jimmy or, or the person at work. We're talking about, should you partner up with other sophisticated real estate investors? Educated. Educated. Know what they're doing. Yeah. It's, um. It's one thing to partner with someone who doesn't have the knowledge that you have, um, but partnering with someone who is has the same knowledge and resources as you have. I see a lot of people, they get into those new rooms, um, you know, real estate investing rooms, conferences, meetups, mm-hmm. masterminds, and they're like, we should do a deal together. I got a great deal. Why don't you, why don't you do this and I'll do that and we'll just split it and that way we can get ahead faster. And and to be honest, you know that in a lot of in a lot of cases, I think it's a really great idea. Absolutely, I think it's a terrific idea. But I think you should be intentional. Yes. You just don't do it just because someone said we should do it. Yeah, if you can find uh, somebody else's strengths and your weaknesses, and vice versa, and uh, you know get ahead that way, that's fantastic. But if no, but. <laughs> no but. No but. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can also go the other way. Are you actually finding, you know, somebody's strengths and your weaknesses, or are you both at the same spot? Do you both know the same things? Are you both masters at the same strategies? Mm-hmm. Those are some, you know, important questions to consider when you're trying to find a partner or somebody to work with, right? Yeah, yeah, and you know, you know me, I'm, I'm all about a good plan, right? If you want to reach your goals, you need to have a good plan. You need to draw it out. You need to work your way backwards from that plan, what your goal is, 
right? And every day, every decision, every conversation, every moment is intentional. So when someone asks, you know, should I partner up with this other person who is a real estate investor as well? I have to ask, why? Yeah. Why? And that's, and that's not like, why, why would you do that? I'm, I'm asking why, what is your intent? You know, you have a plan. What, why are you deviating from the plan? Unless of course your goal was to partner up with other sophisticated real estate <laughs> investors, then, then trust me, you're on, you're right on track. You're doing great. Um, but if you have a plan to get a certain amount of properties and to raise money um, from people who don't have experience that you want to help other people who have money but don't have the the experience i ask why and and trust me there's tons of benefits right there's tons of benefits well, let's name a few benefits to partnering up with another sophisticated real estate investor well they might have uh experience in the direction that you're trying to go say it's yes. multifamily and you're trying to get into multifamily and maybe you know you have uh, some people that would like to invest with you, but you don't have the experience and know-how to really, you know, dive into the numbers of what multifamily is and, you know, all of the little nooks and crannies of what that entails. So you could partner up with somebody who knows that, but yes. maybe is looking for money partners and that sort of thing, you know, that could, you know, fit together well. Yes, yes. Um, experience. Yeah. I, I think that you nailed it right on the head. Experience. If you want to leverage someone else's experience, then yes, the value there, there's some value, right? You got to be looking for the value that the other person brings. If you think that you're just going to be splitting um, duties, duties, then well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that after. But um, there needs to be value added from the other person. Otherwise, you know, I'd say, like I said, stay on track. Another great benefit is um, maybe uh, mortgageability. Yeah, 100%. You know, maybe Maybe you've got some money, maybe you've got a great deal, but you can't seem to get financing. I think that's, that'd be, a, again, there's some value there that the other person brought some value. Yeah. But that can be found outside of sophisticated real estate investors too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a terrific <laughs> argument. I want to stay on the pros for a little okay. while before I start <laughs> ripping into the, the cons, Gab. <laughs> um, you know, other great benefit would be uh, maybe the other person's really handy. And they're willing to do it uh, for, you know, at a low cost or no cost for uh, mm -hmm. for labor. Yeah, that can be great. If you know, renovations if, are needed, or if it's a yeah. flip or whatever. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you know, may, maybe maybe this person um, that your partner up with has a really amazing deal, and they don't have the time to do it, mm -hmm. and they're looking for someone else to take over the management of it because they're working on bigger things. And rather than, you know, maybe they haven't, maybe that other investor hasn't really developed a team yet that can take something like that on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they have an amazing deal and, and they think that, well, you know, I have the money for it. I have all the resources except for the time. So in, in a lot of cases, that'd be really great for, you know, you to go, if you have time and you are, capable of completing that, then that would be a terrific, you know, partnership as well. And now you're bringing value, they're bringing value, the value that they're bringing is whatever resources that they're bringing along, whether that be all the resources or none of, of cash and, and, and financing. And then you're bringing your time, 
And, and, tr- and trust me, as you get further into this game, you're going to realize that time is one of the most valuable resources. Absolutely. And money is not that difficult. <laughs> once, once you get up and running, uh, raising money is not that hard. There's money everywhere. And there are deals everywhere. Yeah, 100%. There's uh, there's another investor in our community that is how, that always says you know there's um, deals are like buses there's always another one coming by within 15 minutes trust me um, once you get really good and you have a good network and you got a good realtor and you got good wholesalers within your network I'm telling you there's always deals trust me I could find a deal right now on my phone while we're doing this podcast <laughs> <laughs> please don't <laughs> uh, too distracted yeah. um, what see. about Wayne what about uh, kind of on the flip side of that with you know, maybe there's a real estate investor who's been in the game for a long time and now has money, but doesn't want to be in the daily grind of real estate investing. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they could partner up with uh, somebody who's in it yeah. and say, take my money and do something with it. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's always been one of my dreams. It's, I think it's everybody's dream. Yes, absolutely. Contribution is, is, is always giving back is, it feels good right? Mm-hmm. When you're really good at something, you know, in whatever trade you're in, you know, it's always good, feels good to, to share that with someone else and, and to see them grow. Um, that's, like I said, that's always been a big dream of mine. Um, it's, it's written out. It's, it's part of my roadmap is that, um, and it's changed a little bit as resources have changed over the last couple of years, but, um, I've always said that I'm going to set aside some money and I'm going to invest it and I'm going to find later on in life, I'm going to find more people like me who have that drive that you know that grit who are willing to you know take it all on and i'm going to give them a hand i'm not going to i'm not going to you know just like here go be successful and i'm going to make it i'm not going to make it easy but i remember starting out as i'm sure many of you are you know struggling with getting that first joint venture right mm-hmm. or struggling with getting that first couple deals yeah um, there's so much time wasted within the first 3 years of everyone's real estate investing careers. Absolutely. So much time. Um, and Not I, wasted. Well, it's part of the, Needed it to is build, the process. Part of the process. Yeah. yeah, it's a process. But, you know, if I can if I can speed up someone's process, you know what I mean, for that 20-year-old or that 25-year-old, so they oh, – I'm going to stick with my comments. I'm going to stick with my statement on waste because I think life's too short. And to watch someone with so much potential, you know, um, struggling for three years – Three years is a long time. And I think that if someone who starts out really early on, I think they deserve, if if I see it in them, I think that they deserve, you know, a helping hand, you know, just a a good momentum boost because you know that that person's going to go so much farther, so much faster. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's another great benefit is, is, is to be able to help out maybe an up and coming. Right. Um, we have we've had some experiences. We've we partnered with other real estate investors. We have. We have. And we've seen other people partner with real estate investors. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in this game a while, okay? <laughs> I've been in this game a while and when people ask me this question instantly, you can you can just assume what my facial expression is going to be. It's a big deep sigh. <laughs> because you, you don't want to be in you don't want to be negative, right? And just instantly shut it down. You don't, you don't, not necessarily shut it down, but you don't want to just be like, well, have you thought about this? Well, well, you should be thinking about this. I I try not to be negative. I always try and focus on the positive, but at the same time, 
laying out all the potential landmines um, through yeah. our experiences. Yeah. Um, I think we've done, have we done one or two? I feel like we've done two. I, I always think of the one. <laughs> I always remember the one and just think that, uh, and I don't, I don't regret the one. Let no. me just start off by saying I don't yeah. regret it. I don't regret any of my decisions in growing our portfolio and our business. Um, Learning. Uh, I don't regret it because I look back and I think, I don't think I could have done it any differently. Yeah. And I, and I know that that deal was a big part in, in, in scaling. Yeah. And it needed to happen. And I remember why we did it. And, th- and this comes back <laughs> to intentions. I remember that our intent was we were limited on resources and limited on experience. So we partnered up with someone else who was going to bring half the resources. So they're going to help with financing. They're going to help with capital. They were going to help with labor. Yeah. And uh, they had experience, a little more experience than we did for taking on a large project like that. It was a large project. Um. Now, in our experience, though, uh, and this is one of the biggest, you know, landmines, is that uh, when you're working with someone of equal um, experience um, and similar character, similar personalities, <laughs> um, you're going to butt heads. Right? 100%. Yeah. You're going to butt heads. And this is business. And when you start mixing, you know, this kind of stuff with, you know, people that you're friendly with, whether it be friends or colleagues, um, things get messy because business is business. Yeah. Right. And you should. Everyone has their expectations, right? Yes. You should be able to treat, you should be entitled to treat business like business. And that's why I keep business like business. I don't partner with people. I don't lend people money. I don't lend family money because that's my business. And if someone doesn't do what they're supposed to do in my business, I react accordingly. Yeah. You shouldn't have to tiptoe because when you start tiptoeing, that's when there's trouble, right? <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. You show up to the site and you look around the edges and you're like... <laughs> and you want to say something. See, if that was my contractor, I would say something. Yeah. Because my contractor understands my expectations. Yeah. And if they're not there, you you deal with it then and there and it gets fixed. Yes. Um, but when you're dealing with a partner, you start tiptoeing and you start resenting. And and that's that's ultimately what happened with us. Um, our expectations were were clear and laid out, but when it came to you know the finished product, it was not it was not to our expectations. Yeah, so we were doing a major renovation, yeah. and and um, our partners were basically doing it all. Yeah, we were we were kind of hands off, but we'd be coming by checking in on it. It's not that we weren't checking in on it. No, it was being checked on, yeah. And things were and things were going good and then until they weren't. And then, you know, like Gabby said, you start tiptoeing, you start, you know, bickering back and forth. You know, we're bickering back and forth, sorry, on our end. We're like, what the heck is this? Are they gonna fix this? Or think they're gonna handle that? I don't know. Let's just wait and see. 
let's just, let's not let's not bring it up until you know they're done. Give and them the benefit of the doubt. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right. Partnerships are built off of trust. Trust. And once that trust is taken away, oh man, just it's you start demonizing the other person. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like living with a with a roommate, your best friend. Right. You should never, ever, ever move in with your best friend. <laughs> ever. If you want to stay friends. If you want to stay friends. Right. Very rare for that to work out. You know, you, you think that if I'm going to move in with someone, I'm not going to move in with a stranger. I want to move in with my friend because I know that I can trust them. Right. And then, you know, you get moving in and then one day or maybe two days and one day they leave a Coke can out on the table and you're getting ready for bed and you look and you're like, are they going to put that Coke can away? <laughs> And they don't, and you're like, you take a deep breath and you grab the cocaine, just do it myself, and you go put it in the recycling. And then tomorrow, they drink a coke before bed and they leave it on the table again. And now you're like that mother, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you demonize them. That's your best friend, but for some reason, your best friend loves to leave cans or things out, and you are not the type of person that likes that because you know, as a real estate investor, you expect perfection. This is your business, right? The same thing goes for your home, obviously, you know, everyone has an expectation of what their home should be looking like. Why is that laundry on the floor? Why is it not in the basket? I think you know what I'm getting into next. <laughs> you start demonizing your spouse as well when you move in with them, right? Yeah. Hopefully your love is strong enough to, to overcome <laughs> uh, those types of things in a marriage, but... That's what I mean when you're doing with a partnership, there needs to be trust, trust that you're going to do the things that you say you're going to do. And also the things that, you know, you expect the other person to do. So if you're in a partnership, please, you know, make sure you lay it out clearly what your expectations are. Yeah. Because if you don't, what's going to happen is, is your, your real estate investing, your joint venture partner is going to leave a Coke can out. And then you demonize them. It's very hard to overcome that, to get come back from that. Yeah. Because once you start cursing their name under your breath or to your husband or to your wife, I, 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 I whenever I've quote unquote demonized someone for something like that, it's, it's, it's very hard for me to, to go back to what it was like before. Right. Yeah. It's like you made a decision in your mind that I can never, I could never forgive this person, <laughs> right? Yeah, and then and it then, just kind of spitballs from yeah. there. And then it's like everything else starts coming up. Everything and then, else. Yeah, it's like uh, it, it becomes a battle. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, that was, that was our experience. Um, I feel like there was one other one. I should have wrote it down. I know there was one other joint venture experience. But because of that one, you know, I just said that, you know, that was – that. That was laid out very clearly. We had, you know, joint venture agreements all, you know, done up. It was very clear. We had a scope of work. Everything was open. Um, yeah. But then trust was was taken away and and it ruined it. And then things started going um, sideways from the rest of the project. And instantly everyone put their, their guard up trying to protect, you know, their interest. And then, you know, the, ultimately the, the partnership failed. And we were able to get out of it. Uh, relatively um, unscathed, but um, well, we had to we had to do a lot of creative stuff, though. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, thank, thankfully, you know, yeah, thankfully, uh, 
we had the experience of finding creative a creative solution to get out. Um, but you know that could have that kind of had I not. Um, it could have ruined, like it could have ruined both of us. It could have left us in a bad position. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Wayne, I just want to back it up because you had said, you know, when you think back, you don't think that we could have done anything differently, but I definitely think that there was uh, learning experiences through that uh, to be taken away from that. And without giving up too, like without giving away too much, what would you have done differently? Well, I just think, you know, like we talked about, you know, how we started tiptoeing around, th- around things and mm-hmm. like, oh, well, maybe we'll just wait and see if that gets fixed or we'll, you know, we kind of mentioned it, but didn't like, you know, like weren't firm in the like, no, that, that isn't, you know, that isn't going to work. This needs to be fixed or this, you know, there wasn't any, because, because of the tiptoeing around the relationship, there wasn't, you know, um, firm communication being had about, you know, executing our expectations. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think that was a learning experience in itself. And that also, you know, after that, once we started working with, you know, professional contractors more, uh, became a, a lesson learned in that, you know, now we have very clear expectations with our contractors. And when we see something, we do bring it up and say, this needs to be fixed and that yes. sort of thing. But I think also where that became difficult is that it's like, okay, that not only does, you know, this thing need to be fixed, this isn't, you know, uh, up to par or, or whatever it may be. But now we're talking about money involved. Like, did you just waste money and time doing, you know, what you did. And now we need to go buy more supplies and put more time into it. So it became something more than just, uh, I can't believe this is how they did it. It became, you know, a problem in our project for expenses and time and, you know, moving things along. So, you know, having that clear communication can really, you know, keep you not only keep you on budget and those types of things. Also, I think, you know, something, uh, that we may have learned out of there was, you know, checking on, um, you know, they may say they have the experience and stuff, but did we fully look into, you know, like what their, uh, how would you put it, you know, what their skills were, what they've produced already, you know, those types Mm -hmm. of things. Um, I think we could have gone further there. So I think it really taught us, you know, due diligence, Mm -hmm. due diligence, due diligence. Yes. (laughs) So we, you know, might have seen them as having a bit more experience in that area than we did. We hadn't done a lot of renovation stuff Mm -hmm. to that point. And so we just thought, great, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Instead of, you know, and the other thing is that within the community, we hear a lot of like, they're the experts, they're the experts. (laughs) We were told that in a lot of different rooms and by a lot of different people. So we trusted that instead of due diligence, due diligence, due diligence. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So I think for sure, at least on me, for me, that I had a lot of uh, learning that came out of that mm-hmm. and things that we could, that I feel like we could have, you know, done a little differently. Yes. And if we, you know, you can't say don't work with other sophisticated real estate investors without stating, you know, like why, what did we learn from, from doing that? Because it can be possible if you do the right things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, we're, we're very, you know, this is the first real live um, episode uh, that we've done so far. But if it's your first time here and you're interested, you know, you can click that call in button on Podbean, um, download Podbean to listen to us live every morning at 6 a.m. 
um, you can click that call in button if you have questions or your own experiences of partnering up with other real sophisticated real estate investors. I don't, I don't anticipate there'd be many people, um, you know, in this first week, but you know, as, as we, you know, continue to grow, you know, please call in with your, your, your thoughts, your questions, your experiences. We want to hear from you. And, um, you know, it's a great way to, uh, to get your name out there and, uh, and to be heard. Um, absolutely. But you were right about what you said. Um, you start tiptoeing and I think that has a lot to do with our fear of, um, confrontation. Fear of confrontation, but also, you know, wanting to to salvage the relationship or salvage, um, you know, your your status mm-hmm. in the community, right? Well, like well, if this that's... goes if this goes downhill, and this partnership doesn't work out, am I going to be demonized? Is this person going to talk about me? You know, like mm-hmm. all those things. So you tiptoe. You try to salvage. You know what's going to happen instead of treating it like a business. Yeah. You start worrying about collateral damage. Yeah. Um, collateral you know, because damage. <laughs> you're, you met these people, you know, these people, everyone said uh, in, in these, uh, sorry, in these, um, these networking rooms and everyone said that they're fantastic. And then if you have to confront them, yeah. about their work you know what are they going to say about me how is this going to affect my reputation am i going to be known as a an asshole am i going to be known as a dick what yeah. are they going to uh, i need to get my story out as quickly as possible and tell everyone how bad they are before they start telling do everyone <laughs> how bad i am but that's how people yeah that's react, what right? and that's what's going on in your head too i need yeah. to call these five people up because these five people are going to think that you know, i don't i don't know what they're going to say about me I don't know what these other, you know, my partners are going to say about me. So I need to call these five people first before they do, because this might ruin, you know, yeah. my opportunities for this or. But um, but if I can just cut in there and mm-hmm. say like uh, one thing that I think that, you know, we did do right when that ended was, you know, neither party was, you know, happy with, you know, how things turned out and ended, mm-hmm. but we did agree that, you know, it would just kind of stay between us. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And and this is probably the most we've talked about it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I don't I don't and and the reason for that was because um I know that even though we demonized them and even though we weren't happy that our expectations weren't met I know that they didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, wasn't we're if they trying did it to on do purpose, trust me, I'd, I'd, I'd let you know. But they didn't. They didn't do it on purpose. That was not their intent. And therefore, though, like though I was mad, and it was my business, it wasn't their fault. Because if they were loosely doing that intentionally, then that would be one thing. But yeah, I. You move on. Right, you you try and end it as amicably as amicably as possible, and you know we 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 even wrote in our in our messages and our in our communications towards the end um, that you know what we understand this is probably going to be the last time we're going to talk. Yeah, um, I don't know if either parties are going to be able to, um, you know, communicate ever again. I don't think it'll ever be the same. Um, but you know, we'll keep this to ourselves. We'll keep it private. We've learned our lessons and, you know, thank you for the partnership. 
And thank you for ending it amicably. So this is, you heard my deep breath. Now, you know, this is why I take a deep breath every time someone says that they want to partner up with other real estate investors. It's not that it's going to go bad. It's not. I, I think that if you go in there with the right intentions and, and you, you have know, the right safeguards, the right safeguards, you do the, in place, right the right due right diligence. Contracts, I think it can be really fantastic. Yeah. And it's just, it's just cautionary of the things. I think that's the point of this is the, the cautionary tale of it can go bad and that you do need to do the right due diligence and put the right safeguards in place and it can be a beautiful partnership. Every this is an investment. You're investing in this in this um in this this partnership and every investment comes with risks. Mm-hmm. Right? So you need to know the risks. What you need to do is you need to have a look and see does the rewards outweigh the risks. And if it does, then make the investment. Take action. Yeah. But make sure that you are weighing them properly before you go ahead and do that. We have someone who wants to call in here. Um, good friend of ours. All right. Yeah. You want to take a guess on who it is? Uh, hmm. uh, Alana? It is, yeah. Okay. 100% I, saw, she saw, I saw on uh, Facebook she said she was going to be listening in. Uh, we've, we've connected with Alana. We'll see if... Uh, Alana, hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am pretty well. How are you guys? We're doing awesome. Very tired. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. In your experience, have you guys seen any successful cases where people would partner up? Because in some real estate investing groups, I see that people are doing that. And um, they're doing it for a relatively long term. So just wondering if you had an experience like that and what would be the um, elements of successful partnership? Um, I'm glad you brought up relatively long term because actually I wanted to make a note of that. And that's that's one other uh, thing I wanted to talk about. But um, I have seen it, but, you know, just through normal social media channels, that people have partnered up and it always look and everything always looks clean and polished yeah. on social media. You got to remember. So, yeah. you know, we bought four properties together. We're buying across the country. Um, we're doing all these things. We, d- we don't really know what that partnership looks like or how it's going. We don't know the resources that each party are bringing. Maybe one party's just got a lot of money and they just, they just want to invest in New Brunswick and they just don't have the time um, to be able to learn about that market. So they're connecting with those people because it's just, it's an irresistible, you know, deal or irresistible offer. But um, I think a lot of people assume that uh, two people um, with no experience are partnering together. Um, but, but you don't really know what, <clears throat> you don't really know what the, the details and the terms are. Um, but I would highly recommend, you know, if you see people like that, that are appearing to have success, Ask call them, them call yeah. them, say, hey, off the record, you know, pinky swear, how are things going really? <laughs> and, or what are some things that you think are imperative um, that you add in, you know, clauses? What are things that you think you, we should be doing um, on a regular basis? What's um, going good? What would you do differently? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ask those questions. Because what we tend to hear more of is the bad stories than the good stories. 
and that's just that's just you know news 101 the bad news sells right <laughs> good news you never hear the story about the puppy that's you know <laughs> uh, you always hear the bad stories on the news and that's that's I never hear I don't hear too much about good partnerships yeah you just see them surface level but you never mm -hmm. really know what's going on I think uh like from my perspective I think probably the most successful partnerships are the money money lending partnerships because yes. somebody is just giving somebody their money and getting their returns and uh you know carrying on that way and that's really easy to structure with good contracts and that sort of thing one partner's um you know less involved and the other one is you know handling everything so it makes it a little bit easier that way I think where things get more complicated is when you have um, you know two people in the trenches um, you know like involved in whatever's going on and that's where you start getting more of the the headbutting and um, the tiptoeing and stuff because you're both there doing the work the day-to-day -day stuff <laughs> in constant communication, those types of things. I think mm -hmm. that's where there's more um, opportunity for things to go wrong. Um, sharing responsibilities. Was sharing responsibilities, I, I said, yeah. I, this, is, this is my one number one tip is don't share responsibilities. Don't say that we're both going to do this. Don't, uh, you know, whether that be um, we're both going to renovate, we're both going to property manage, we're both going to, whatever it may be, because what happens is, is when, when things start, when things happen and they might not be your fault or the other person's fault, when things happen, maybe a tenant doesn't pay or, um, you know, uh, the, something doesn't get there on time. It's never your fault. <laughs> it's always the other person's fault. You're always going to blame. It's not, it's, it, it's, it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that we are. We're always going to blame the other person. Why are they five minutes late? We said we we're going to be here at 8 a.m. You know what I mean? Cause I'm here at 8 a.m. I'm the one that's getting all this stuff ready right? So you're always, you're always going to blame the other person. And it's just, it's, I think it's just inevitable. I think just us as humans, we're automatically, we have this high expectations for things that we're very passionate about. And I'm, and I know the real estate investors are very passionate about getting more doors. And if you, if you leave it open to that, I mean, it's, it's, I, I think it's inevitable. I think that you're eventually you are going to feel um, unhappy with the other person. And, uh, and I just, I, I hope that the reward is, is worth more than that risk. But I, but if in a, if it's in a situation where the person is bringing complementary value, complementary resources, like perhaps, you know, some of the resources can be time, financing, capital deal. As long as, you know, you are, both bringing complementary resources, I think that's good. I mean, the, the most, um, the the most standard and 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 um, uh, joint venture partnership is is the expert and the money partner. You wanna, everyone loves partnering with someone who has money and financing that doesn't want to be involved. <laughs> that's perfect. That's that's who I look for all day, every day. That's someone who says, I got money, I love real estate, but I just don't really want to deal with it. I don't have the time or the desire to deal with it. Mm -hmm. That's perfect because you're like, okay, give me your money, give me your financing. Don't worry about it. I'll send you a report every six months, right? But 
if you guys are able to compliment each other, I, th I think it's totally worth it. Um, thank you so much for your question, Alana. Yes, thank you guys. Um, <clears throat> there were a few other things I wanted to, to touch on uh, before we finish up this topic today. And, and again, I, I started off with a positive. I want to end, and we got really negative, and that's just what we do. And I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but I want to I want to end on a few positive notes. Um, Alana did bring up the long term aspect of it. Yeah. Um, real estate investing, unless you're doing a flip, is a long term, -term investment. Game. Yeah. And so, if you're partnering with someone, you're going to be partnering with them. You should be partnering with them for probably at least ten years. Um, I don't recommend. In yeah. Most if it, yeah, if you're doing the long term, -term buy, and buy and hold, yeah, definitely. Or if, you know, like you're starting a, a business together to mm -hmm. buy properties or to, uh, you know, like a construction company to <clears throat> renovate properties and those yes. types of things. Those are long term mm -hmm. um, opposed to, yeah, like uh, pick up a property, flip it, split the profits, and then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or money lending for a short period of time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Money lending can be short term too, or it can be long term, you know, depending on, on what you're getting into. Yeah. So, you know, when you think about that, um, you know, 10 years from now, uh, you know what, a, a really good, oh, it's, I think a lot of people will be like, oh, it's just 10 years, not a big deal. Um, I think if you have, here's a good example. If you have a kid, um, think about how old your kid's going to be <laughs> when the, when the 10 years is up. Yeah. That'll give you a good indication of how, how long <laughs> the deal is. If you have a five-year-old. That's great perspective. <laughs> They'll be 15. Your daughter or son will be 15 when this deal is up. Just think about how much changes your child is going to have. And that'll give you a good perspective of how long You're 10 years be can really be. in partnership with, yeah. And how are things going to be in 10 years for you? And how are things going to be in 10 years for them? You know, maybe they're, they're 23 or 22 right now. And they've got all the time in the world. And they say they're going to do all these things. But what happens in four years when they meet, you know, the, the love of their life? What happens, you know, in seven years when they have their first kid or second kid and yeah. suddenly they're not fulfilling their obligations anymore and you're picking up the slack, the slack. Yeah, it's it's easy to assume right now, but you have to really look long term and, and how is this going to play out and think about how things are going to change um, to ensure that you are putting the right measures in place to ensure that, you know, those those things don't happen. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really great point. Um, two other things I want to bring up. Uh, mortgages, um, depending on how your joint venture with your sophisticated real estate investor is, is structured, if you are both qualifying for a mortgage together, let's say, for example, um, you can't qualify for a mortgage on your own. You, based on your debt-to-income ratio or your debt servicing or the debt, just in general, mortgage lender says, hey, you don't qualify unless you have a co-signer. So you bring on someone else and they co-sign onto the mortgage. Just remember, and talk to your broker about this, just remember that both of you being on the same mortgage eats up a mortgage for each, each of you. Each of you, yeah. Each of you. So when you're going to the next mortgage lender to say, hey, I want to get my next property, they say, okay, you've got your primary residence, Plus, you've got that rental property there. And you're going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I only own half of that. It should, shouldn't eat up a whole mortgage. 
Yes, it does. So, you know, it's heavily debated on how many mortgages you can actually get. Um, some people say six, some people say eight, if you, if you, if you properly plan it out. If you partner with someone on a mortgage that will count as one of your mortgages. So be, well, be conscious of that on, on whichever side of that equation or that deal that you're on, whether, you know, you're the one helping qualifying for the mortgage or whether you're the one that's um, that needs help with qualifying for a mortgage. Yeah. And Wayne, I think that kind of um, also can bring light to just the fact that if you're going to get into a partnership with somebody, you should each know how that's going to affect you personally. Like you just said, talk to your mortgage broker about how that's going to be structured and how it's going to affect you. Talk to your accountant about how that impacts the rest of your portfolio and your taxes and all that kind of stuff. Is it mm -hmm. going to be in a corporation? Is it like held personally? You know, what, how does that mm -hmm. impact what you have already going on? Talk to your lawyer who knows what you're doing and what you have going on. Like yes. talk to your team and make sure you know how that partnership is going to impact you. Um, because especially with like the on the accountant side and the mortgage broker side like a lot of it can change a lot of things for you and how you move forward so absolutely have those conversations you might just think it's a it's a quick easy thing oh this is going to help me get another property or this is going to help me you know scale my business but you have to have everything properly in place real estate is tricky that way it needs to be laid out properly or you can kind of mm -hmm. curb yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> contracts is, is my last note, um, which is which is a great segue from what you said. Uh, contracts are super important. So make sure you have the right joint venture contracts in place. Make sure that both parties get their own independent legal advice mm. and uh, you sign off on a certified um, independent legal advice form. Yeah. So that there's no misunderstanding. Don't just use a, your same old template that you've always used and just expect the other person just to skim through it and, and sign off. Um, you need to properly lay out all of the um, exit clauses, all of the clauses that cover, you know, disputes, um, things that can happen. Mm -hmm. You know, what happens if the person goes bankrupt? What happens if the person dies? Who's going to inherit those responsibilities? Yeah. These are questions that you guys, like all these different things. The joint venture agreement is probably, ugh, if, if, if a deal is ever going to die, it should, it'll probably die when people are going through the joint venture <laughs> agreement. I swear it's going yeah. through it. And we, we have, um, Barry McGuire, uh, prepared our joint venture agreement, obviously. And, um, there's a joint venture worksheet um, that he gives out. And basically it's a questionnaire for both parties. And you go through what happens if this, what happens if this, what happens if this? And it's, oh God, yeah. it is depressing. It is, yeah. You have to go through every ne possible negative thing that can happen. And you basically just shine a big floodlight on all of the risks <laughs> Stuff that can go wrong. <laughs> and if you're the expert and they're a non-expert in real estate investing, oh man, you can really scare them away. Yeah. Um, so in the event that I die, this person over here is going to take over this and you'd be responsible for this. And, and there's like, like a deer in headlights, like just completely scared because you sold them on this deal and don't worry, everything's going to be okay. And then you show them all the things <laughs> that could go wrong. But it's super important to layer that all out and explain that to the other person that the reason we're talking about this now is that we don't have to worry about it later. Yeah. And 
every investment comes with risk and I'm going to do everything in my power to ensure these things don't happen. But what I want is I want to make sure that if these things do happen, that both of us are protected um, so that it doesn't affect uh, you know, us and it doesn't affect our family and anyone who's inheriting this you know, in the future. So make sure you're, you know, you got a good contract. You've reviewed it with a lawyer and as well, um, you, you break down all of the possible exits and, and responses to uh, d- any disputes that could possibly happen. Is that all for uh, the topic? <laughs> again, I can see the wheels turning in your head again, still. <laughs> again, that's why I have that giant deep sigh when someone brings it up. Um, it's not a quick answer. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to have given you a yes or a no, and it would have been a really short episode today. It would have been a really <laughs> short morning show. Should you partner up with other real estate, sophisticated real estate investors? No. <laughs> no, or yes, I don't know. I mean, it needs to be really intentional and really well thought out and it executed. depends. I think we're going to leave it at it depends. Ugh. It depends. What are your intentions? And, and, and everything should, depends in real you estate. Need, <laughs> you need to be clear on what your intentions are and what your goals are. And if it, if it gets you to your goals faster then 100% yes, if you can do it on you your can, own, on your own <laughs> with less risk then yes, you're always trying to mitigate risks in any business or real estate investing. Your job is to mitigate your risk as much as possible. This is an investment. So always, always just make sure that you are removing as much risk as possible so you can get as you know the best returns on your time and on your money and get you closer to your goals faster. So I would say yes. I would say yes, but it depends. <laughs> Oh man. Just don't do it half assed. Like just, you know, put in the work. Yes. Figure it all out. Don't have a handshake deal or a napkin contract. Oh yeah. Even <laughs> if it's just a quick two month flip, make sure you still put your yeah. contract in place. Yeah. Please. You have to think about the things that could possibly happen. Absolutely. Um thank you again so much to Alana for calling in today. Um thank you for everyone that watched and and your comments. Um we see you there. Um, for those of you that are, you know, listening to the recording of this now, uh, we, we recorded this live, live on Podbean. Um, you can download the Podbean app on Google Store or Apple Store. And just because that's a funny word, it's P-O-D-B-E-A-N, Podbean. <laughs> there's, listening live is, I mean, is there's so much more value there because like Alana, you can, you can call in, you can ask your questions. And if you're, you know... If you if you don't want to call in, you know, on the call function, you can also you can text in as well. Leave we can comments. see all your yeah. message. Leave your comments. Um, yeah, I'm 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 so super happy with this morning show. Wayne, I, are we going to do a little giveaway for our first show? I think we could do a giveaway. <laughs> you know what? And 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 for those of you listening live, and um, you know what? For for those of you that are listening to the recording as well, um, we'll do a we'll do a um cross-platform giveaway today. Um, what I want you guys to do today um, is I want you to share today's podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And what we'll do is, uh, so share it on, on on Instagram and Facebook that you watched it live. Um, share the app and send us a message. Um, you can send us a, a DM on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can email us at info at reimorningshow.com. 
and let us know that you you posted on both platforms and we will put you in uh your name in a draw and then tomorrow we'll be doing a, a live draw yeah uh and we'll give away a 30 minute mentor call how's that sound sounds amazing okay and you get to choose who you want your mentor call with whether it be with myself or whether it be with gabby um you choose or both of us you choose um whatever it is that you want to talk about in regards to real estate investing in regards to um, creating businesses um we would love to uh to help you out with that so yes share it on um yeah so for that's for anybody listening today today is tuesday if you are listening today we'll be posting the recording to the other platforms yeah. i guess if you're li well the recording will be coming out here shortly after it'll be released on itunes and spotify and all your other favorite podcast platforms yeah and then uh, we'll be uh, drawing live tomorrow wednesday october 13th so you have 24 hours 23 <laughs> hours you have 23 hours to get that in um to win a free 30 minute mentor call with the uh the host of your choice, the host with uh, the most. Hostess with the mustest. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. We got. Um, that hour flew by. We're just about. Yeah, it flew by. Um, we got a pretty busy day today. Yeah, we do. We got a I think, pretty busy uh, week, to be honest. Most excitingly, we're taking position, possession of our next flip project today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty exciting. That is, that is pretty exciting. Um, it's uh as we're wrapping uh, well this is also the final week uh wrapping up our current flip yes which should be fingers crossed done by friday done by friday yeah we're in the we're in the last stretch here um a couple delays um a couple countertops were delayed um for vanities which kind of prevents us from finishing the bathroom but we stopped by last night uh on our way to thanksgiving dinner we stopped by and checked it out and uh God bless them. They were working on yeah. Thanksgiving. And, <laughs> we weren't uh, expecting them to be there. Yeah, they were putting in all the final hardware. It was pretty late in the day too. It was like five o'clock. Yeah, that's that's the power of having a good you know yeah. a good team that you can rely on. I, I'm so happy with the team that we have right now. Just going back to trust, you know, trusting that they're yeah. going to do the things that that you uh, you expect them to do. And I've I I can't find anything wrong. Yeah. Um, Beautiful finishing, finishing work. Oh, yeah. it's so amazing. It's, I'm so excited to share this with you. I mean, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook or wherever, um, we'll be posting more pictures. Um, super, super pleased with this. And um, uh, fingers crossed, it should be on the market uh, early next week. Fingers so crossed. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we take possession of our new one here uh, today. And then literally our crew is going to go from one job to the next job. Um, it's right through and... Uh, it's keep good... your contractors busy they like yes. it <laughs> yes yes um there's no yet we let them work as many hours as you want so um as long as you keep them busy they're they'll they'll treat you right and you treat them right um i've also obviously i got a meeting here with a partner um this morning um i gotta head into the city and, and i got a meeting with a with a business partner and um and then i got a couple coaching calls later on in the day it's pretty it's Very i, think, nice. I'm, I yeah. think i'm just gonna head into the city and i'm gonna stay there do a little um, car office. Yeah, do a little car <laughs> office thing. Uh, work this afternoon, go check on the first flip, and then go get the keys for the second one. I'm going to be meeting the contractors at the the new one. A couple coaching calls, and then maybe I'll eat dinner, say, 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> it's going to be a long day. Actually, you'll you know, be home that, before that reminds then. me. I, I need to plan out you know, my meals. Otherwise, I'm going to be eating cheeseburgers all day. So um, thank you so much everyone for listening in live today uh thank you for those who have downloaded the podcast afterwards um what a great episode thank you for being here with us yes
Okay, everyone, have a great day. Uh, if you're going to work, uh, drive safe. Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 